Hi, my name is Joel Knox. I'm the senior pastor at the Vineyard Church of Brenham in Brenham, Texas. I'm so glad you're interested in our podcasts. This media is completely free to you, so you can share it with anyone else, however you'd like. Our church is located at 1401 South Bluebell Road in Brenham at the corner of Tom Green Street next to the Bluebell Creamery and across from the Bluebell Aquatic Center. You can also find us on the web at vineyardbrenham.org and on Facebook and Twitter at Vineyard Brenham. Anyway, thanks again for stopping by, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. We don't have a video today, and I'm sure not going to sing, but I would like to introduce the speaker. All of us probably know Kathy, Kathy Eason, but maybe we don't know some of these facts. Uh, She's the founder and director of Serenity Ministry, which this church is part of. And they are going to celebrate their 20th anniversary in 2020. And we have appreciated her ministry here at this church. She grew up in Houston and went to UT Austin and then got her Master of Divinity at Southern Methodist. She and Mike moved to Belleville, I believe it was 14 years ago, and they like country life like many of us do. And she is going to speak to us today. Kathy, Lord bless you as you come and minister to us. Thank you, Vern. Thank you. (laughs) I'll I'll be using this. Whoops. Not a good way to start. (laughs) Good morning, everybody. It's such an honor to be here. I'm really excited and I'm feel honored that Joel trusted me to spring the word today. And I'm looking at the clock, and I think that the service, the ceremony of the wedding of their daughter Jessica is happening right about now. So let's pray for them. Lord, we thank you for the Knox family. We thank you for Joel and Danelle's amazing leadership over this congregation. And we thank you that your presence is right there with them as Jessica is married and that you are going to be the center of that new family. Uh, We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, this sermon has no oughts or shoulds or action items in it all. It's really just a talk about how great God is. Because Joel gave me a parable to talk about. You know, he's been talking about parables in Mark this in the last few weeks. And the one that we're going to look at today is a very relatable simple, understandable parable, Um, and he's talking about seeds. Jesus is talking about seeds. So let's look at the first parable. It is from Mark. It's Mark 26 through 29. And Jesus is saying to people, this is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters a seed on the ground, night and day, whether he sleeps or he gets up, The seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. All by itself, the soil produces grain, first the stalk, then the head, and then the full kernel in the head. And as soon as the grain is ripe, he puts the sickle to it because the harvest has come. 
simple and amazing at the same time. Jesus is telling us here what life in God's world is like, how God behaves, what kind of God he is. And the parable says, the kingdom is God, of God is like to tell us the truth about what life on this earth is like with a good God in control. Very simply, God has this all well under control. He's got this. So if you think about it, it says a man scatters seed on the ground, and night and day, whether he wakes up or whether he goes to sleep, that seed is still going to grow, isn't it? And we don't know how that happens. All by itself, the soil produces the grain. And we know this is the way it works. We've all probably planted a seed and watched something happen. But just think about it. Whenever we scatter seed on the ground, or whether a bird does it or the wind does it, uh, the seed sprouts and grows. And this happens whether we are paying attention to it or not. We really don't understand how this can possibly happen. Think about it. Food, everything we eat, comes from the ground out of seemingly nothing. And that is God taking care of us. We can almost see things growing. Like right now, we can see our lawns growing. I'm thinking, oh, needs cutting again. And we wonder how a tomato seed knows how to make a tomato plant. How does a cucumber seed know how to make a vine and produce cucumbers? How does anything know to become a rose and not something else? There's a perfect order here. And it's such a mystery, isn't it? And that's what Jesus is talking about here. Um, God is taking care of us. That's how it happens. That is God's provision for us. And there's another parable, and I think we're right, right to it now. Um, it's after the one we just read, and it's about a mustard seed. And it says, again, he said, what shall we say about the kingdom of God? What is it like? Or what parable shall we use to describe it? It's like a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all seeds on earth. Yet when it is planted, it grows and it becomes the largest of all garden plants with such big branches that birds can perch in this shade. And with many sim similar parables, Jesus spoke the word to them as much as they could understand. He didn't say anything to them without using a parable but when he was alone with his disciples, he explained everything. In this story about the mustard seed, Jesus is emphasizing a mystery, saying that even the tiniest little seed, a mustard seed, makes a big enough plant to produce shade and that birds can perch in it. It is a picture of God's abundance, and it's an unending well, no bottom a well of provision, giving us every single thing that we need. And sometimes more than we need. Like, think about zucchinis right now. Are you overrun with them? <laughs> Some people are. But isn't that the definition of abundance? It's more than we need. Abundance in God's world is no shortage. Lavish. Plenty. Excess. Unending. And it is God's nature to provide it for us. That is his plan for us, to provide an excess, an abundance, more than we need of everything. And think about abundance that you may have seen. 
Like, have you ever been out on the ocean and looked around and just seen just water? I mean, you can almost do this on Lake Somerville, just an abundance of water. That's a lot of water. And then, if you think about it, you can't even see what's under the water, and there's tons of fish and tons of creatures and all kinds of plant life under there. Abundance. Um, maybe you could think of something that you've seen. Like I was thinking of the, the um, big flocks of starlings that sometimes come around, and they just, oh, it's fascinating to watch. Just uh, can't even count them, of course. There's thousands of them, and they are just abundantly filling the sky, and that is God providing for us. With God, there's always more, 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 more coming. There's more, more, more. He makes more. There's no scarcity. There is no shortage. And it just comes out of his goodness. He's always making good things happen. And because of that, we can relax. He has set the world into motion for good. And he is supernaturally, constantly providing increasing and loving and caring for us. The world and the creation are okay. Things are not out of hand. They are not out of control. There is no scarcity. God is not punishing us. The kingdom of God, just like Jesus is talking about, is abundantly good. In fact, it is unstoppable. Yeah, we humans can do some crazy things to the environment and to each other, but God is in control and it is for our good. And there are even some public figures right now talking about if we don't do X, Y, Z, then the world is going to end in a number of years. And I just think that's rather audacious of us humans to think that we could change God's nature and have him suddenly shut things down and quit loving us. That is just not going to happen. So... There's some doomsday people. There always have been. But we can relax. We can see with our natural eyes. And the word talks about this, that we're going to recognize him just by the creation alone. But then we see the love that he gives us, the love that pours out of maybe us, maybe each other. And we know that's him. It's very deep and it's unstoppable. So we really don't have to understand it. And we don't have to explain it, which is good. I'm not trying to. I'm just observing things about it. But we can just relax and depend on it, his abundance. And there really isn't any action that we need to take to keep it going. Millions of seeds are falling every single second. And without any help from us in the environment, just think how um, your pastor takes over your garden. <laughs> you know, just... Here comes the pasture weeds. It's just completely covered because God is providing abundantly for us all the time. You know, we dug a lake over at Serenity Retreat just to have something kind of pretty to look at. And pretty soon the frogs and the snakes and the turtles moved in. And that was, you know, very cute, except the snakes. And then we, I was pulling something out a couple of years into it, and a little fish flopped out on the shore, a little fish. And I thought, what? We did not stock this lake. How could that be? And I realized or found out that turtles and birds move and migrate around, and they bring fish eggs on their legs, which then stocks our lake. Isn't that cool? That's just God going, here you go, here you go. Now, I probably won't put any of those in a pan and eat them, but they're there, so that's, that's pretty cool. And what about the earth generally? Just think about our wonderful earth. It is rotating around the sun at the perfect distance 
continually to provide life. And it's tilted at exactly 23.5 degrees. And it causes the season in each hemisphere. And there's absolutely nothing that you and I have to do to keep that tilt perfect or to keep it rotating around the sun. It's just happening because God's provision, God's love, his abundance is so perfect, so strong that it's not going to stop. He's taking care of us. And I found out that the Hubble telescope recently let scientists know that the universe is expanding faster than they had thought. And galaxies are like being pushed around and they're being born all the time. And it's just God doing his abundance thing. And then I read a mind-blowing fact. It's about the... Um, the wind blowing sand out of the Saharan desert. And we kind of had some uh, grit last year, I think. I can't remember when it was. But it takes that sand, the wind, and goes all the way across the ocean and deposits it in the Amazon rainforest every year. And it's 182 million tons of sand. And NASA has discovered this movement and realized that it's just God. Well, they probably didn't say this, but I'm saying it's just God <laughs> putting the uh, nutrient-rich soil into the Amazon because that's the way the Earth works. It's the way we need it. And it is really nothing for him to move 182 million tons of sand across the ocean. It's nothing, nothing for him. Even hurricanes play a role in God's abundance. We don't like them, but they balance the heat on the Earth between the poles and the equator. And they create or replenish barrier islands that we need. And they also blow um, seeds and spores inland that are needed to grow new plants. And I noticed something else about hurricanes, and maybe you all have too. Yeah, we dread them and we, uh, we worry maybe about them. But God's got this. Whenever a hurricane happens, have you noticed what happens? People sort of band together in an emergency. Their hearts start to open up. And they start to reach out to people they wouldn't ordinarily speak to or help you know, let's all get together and eat what is in our freezers on the block. Oh, nice to meet you. You know, it's like, it's like it, op it shakes us up for good. And it gets us moving. And it gets that love and the compassion pouring out of us. And so, you know, God uses everything for good. And if you think about the characteristics of God, that he is all-knowing, that he is all-powerful and all-present, you might add to that that he is abundance. He is abundantly pouring out love all the time. And God wants us to be well. In fact, well-being is the norm. It is the norm for us. Just think about it. If you cut your finger, it's going to heal up eventually, even if you don't do much to it. And that is God's plan. He is abundantly pouring out health and well-being. And think about this. All the billions of cells, little microscopic cells in our bodies are energy factories. And God's life, his Holy Spirit, is in each one of those, making them work, making them produce energy, making them uh, function in our body, making them digest food. And God is directing each one of those cells to do that perfectly. Now, we don't have to go, okay, cells, I'm about to eat a donut. I want you all to just do this strategic thing with me. And, you know, we don't have to do that, do we? <laughs> it's just him doing it. He's taking care of us. Like, we don't have to wake up in the morning or in the middle of the night, for that matter, and re uh, remind our lungs to breathe or set our alarm and say, okay, heart, keep beating, keep going, do we? That's God taking care of us. He is doing it all the time. He is abundantly pouring out health.
I mean, God knew we would be eating all kinds of stuff, and depending on our climate and our culture, and maybe we fear that we are poisoning ourselves with something we're eating. But God gave us kidneys, <laughs> and our kidneys remove waste, and they take extra fluids from our bodies, and they remove acid that is produced by the cells and maintain a healthy balance of water and salts and minerals in our blood. And that is going on right this minute. We don't even have to think about it, do we? Isn't that wonderful? He's got us. He is taking care of us. And even doctors who study the body, you know, they stand by in amazement. And they do everything just to create the perfect environment where the body, who's in who is controlled by God, can heal up. You know, they, they keep things clean and they move things out of the way. And maybe they put in some fluids or some germ killers. But they know they are not the ones who are actually doing the healing work. It is up to our amazing bodies, and God is directing the health that is flowing through them. And if God is constantly pumping out abundance amounts of everything we need in our world, in our lives, if we're not healthy, maybe it's because we've just sort of pinched ourselves off from that flow of abundance. Um, maybe we are focusing or thinking about what's wrong rather than what is right. I really think it's just a matter of focus, and I've even preached on that before. What are we paying attention to? Are we paying attention to the fact that God is pouring out wellness and health every single second, right this minute, it's there for us? Or are we saying, oh, things are so bad, uh, it's so hard, I'm feeling so sick, instead of going, hey, okay, well, here's this abundant flow of everything, including health and wellness. I'm going to just tap into that. I'm going to focus on that. Can we, just for a minute, think to ourselves, thank you, God, that you want me whole and healthy. Thank you that you, right this minute, are sending health and vitality my way, right now, every single second, and I'm just paying attention to that right now, and I want to receive what you have for me. Thank you for loving me, and I love you too. I think that's a very good posture to take in light of what Jesus is saying, that God is abundant and he is making things out of nothing, seemingly nothing. And, and well-being is the foundation, the basis for us. So if the more we can be open to that and focus on him, the healthier we're going to be. Can you rest? Can you trust? Can you focus on his goodness and his abundance? His word promises us, my God will meet all your needs according to the riches and glory in Jesus Christ. All, not some, not a portion, every single one of your needs. Well, we may think, okay, the polar ice caps are melting and the, uh, the ocean is full of plastic and we're, we're, we're messing things up, but that has been happening over, not plastic, but you know, other things have been happening over the course of the, the years that the earth has been um, in existence and God has advanced us. He has made us healthier. He has increased our numbers. He has taken care of us. He knows what to do with trash. 
He knows he can inspire us to clean it up and band together. He knows he can recirculate the water. He knows he can do all of this. It is nothing for him. Just think of the 182 million tons of sand he just moved this year. It's nothing for him. We can really relax into this. We can relax into his provision and that he's taking care of everything. The kingdom of God, his abundant, supernatural, loving care of us is happening all around us, whether we pay attention to it or not. It keeps going on and on, and really, nothing that we do can stop it. Nothing can change God's loving nature. God is just liquid love, and it's constantly being poured out on us, directed toward us, lifting us up, providing us everything we need, telling us, you're amazing, I made you, I adore you, I love you. I'm for you. And we can ignore that, and we often do, I do. I kind of forget, actually. <laughs> but anytime we turn our focus toward him and say, oh, there you are, oh, that's you, wow, that's what you're doing, and we start to pay attention to him, start to connect with him, then we start to get excited about him when we see, when those blinders are kind of taken off of our eyes. And, and then we get to, um, into the whole power of prayer. We get into his word. Then we get into a relationship with him where we start to sense his presence or see him acting or feel that love that comes pouring out of us when we get in contact with him. He is constantly pouring out an abundance of grace over us. He is inviting us to get to know him. And when we believe that he sent Jesus to show us that he's taking perfect care of us and all that that means, then we're saved and given eternal life. And that's abundant, too. We're going to live forever. There is no end to us. And I will see you all there. <laughs> Not only is God pouring out way more than we need of everything, but God is always also pouring out his wisdom, his direction, his perspective to us. And he may be moving galaxies around, but he is paying very close attention to each one of our hearts, and our minds, and he's supporting us and loving us. He wants to give us his perspective about this. If we feel painful emotions, God wants to tell us truth to set that free so we don't feel that anymore. And of course, I'm going to put a plug in for Transformation Prayer Ministry, TPM. We have it here on Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock by appointment. And TPM is just a way of praying, and it helps you get to the things that are bothering you or troubling you or maybe driving you. And then it invites the Holy Spirit of God in to calm everything down with his abundant truth. And it's really potent, and it lays a hold of what he wants you to know. And I've personally witnessed thousands of people, set thousands actually, over 20 years, um, people um, just sitting in his presence, and we ask a few questions, and then we say, Lord, what do you want them to know? And then we back away and just wait, and God just pours out truth, perspective, peace, his abundance. He's just like that. So I want to invite you all to think about doing that. Um, just call Serenity Retreat or call the church, and we can make an appointment for you. Well, to sum it up, we can relax. God has got this. He's got you. There is always more with God. There's never a dead end with God, even though you may feel like you're up against a wall. Absolutely not. 
Just tap into his abundance. And remember how I said this sermon has no oughts or shoulds or action items? Well, I kind of want to take that back because I think if we really look at the over-the-top perfect way that God has set everything up for us, then we ought to relax. Isn't that a, a tough one, <laughs> relaxing? <laughs> but if we really know God is taking a perfect care of us, then we should trust him more, and we can. We can lean our full weight on him. And the action item, I think, is just to love him and to thank him. So maybe I, let's, let's stand up. I'm going to do a Joel thing. Everyone stand. <laughs> I love Joel's um, phrase. If you're here this morning, which I can see that you all are, <laughs> if you're here this morning and something has touched your heart, maybe you want to get to know the Lord a little bit better, or maybe just something you're thinking about, maybe some abundance that you've seen makes you want to really praise him or get closer to him. Or maybe you've got some kind of pain in your body or a heartache that you want a little touch of his abundance on. Um, I think we should pray about that. So with the prayer teams, anybody who wants to pray this morning, come forward. And I think Tim is going to play a little music for us. Would you? Where is he? You're right there. <laughs> and Matt, could you lower the lights down a little bit so we're more comfortable? All right, thank you. Let's pray. Father, we are amazed at your creation. We are amazed at the way that you are pouring out your abundance on us. And just, I ask that you help us become very tuned into that that you help us to see you in the creation, especially in our hearts with the love that you're pouring out and the grace that you're giving us. I thank you that you've got us and that we can relax into that and relax into you. And Father, would you bring to mind right now something that we've been dealing with that is maybe troubling or confusing or maybe painful or something that's going on in our bodies that is not comfortable, something that's off, maybe some illness or chronic thing that we have. Lord, we thank you that right now you are pouring health and vitality into us because we're focused on you. We're looking to you, our source, our creator for the life that you've put in us to flow again. Father, we open our hands, our hearts, and our minds to receiving all that you've got, all that you want us to have. Thank you that you are touching achy hands right now, relaxing them, releasing them, filling them with your life. Thank you, Father, that you are also calming and soothing a, a nervous, upset stomach right now. Thank you that that is just under your hand of abundance, and it has to leave in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for that excitement that we feel about that new project that's coming. Thank you that you're with us in it, that we are moving out in confidence because you are going to pour out abundantly on us everything we need to make it to be a success. 
Thank you for the love that we feel for our families. And Father, where there is strife, where there is friction, I ask that you just gently pour in forgiveness, compassion, gentleness, restore love that is there between us that has been missing. Thank you, Lord. And now let's lift up to him those things that are on our hearts and minds, knowing that he's waiting so much wants to fill us with his love. What do you need this morning? What do you want to ask him for? God, that you are someone we can come to who's always loving, always waiting, always wanting us. Thank you that we can just climb up in your mighty lap and feel your strong arms around us taking perfect care of us. We relax into you, Father. Thank you for the energy and the peace that brings. We love you and we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So do come forward if you want to have others agree with you about God's abundance and get some prayer.